0: A church that worships together on Sabbath, but does nothing for the community beyond its walls, is not really a church. It's a weekly event. Before you head to your red books or your pitchforks, hear me out. Jesus said there are two commandments, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Our worship isn't complete unless we take our church experience and gently, non-invasively, with love, meet the needs of those around us. Similarly, the law is only part of the equation. We keep it as an expression of our love for God, But the gospel, by grace, is what Jesus gave us to share with others, gently, non-invasively, and with love. Unless we keep the law and share the gospel of Jesus, are we really remnant? Are we really the testament of God's character in this great controversy? I'm Sarah McClone, and this is Sabbath School University.
1: Offering information for your mind enabling transformation for your heart.
2: Sabbath School You, A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world.
0: Welcome to Sabbath School University. My name is Sarah Mae Colon, and I am your host for the day, and with me I have a panel which you may or may not recognize, they were kind of here last week, but if you wouldn't mind reintroducing (laughs) yourselves, and then telling me if you were to write a book, either what would you title it, or what would it be about?
2: Go. My name is Andy Blosser. Hey Andy Blosser. Um, I'm studying Mm -hmm. theology, (laughs) so I would write a book on eschatology, and I would call it Here Comes Some Things. Here comes some things. Here comes Man, some
0: things. I would be so excited to read that book. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, It would
3: be well, exciting.
0: It would be very
2: exciting. Would you put mm-hmm.
0: Andrew Blosser, or would you say Andy Blosser? Well, I would try to
2: look scholarly, so I would use my first two initials, A.J. Blosser. Oh.
0: Like, oh. like, like N.T. Wright. Yes. Oh, yes. Brilliant. <laughs> yes, A.J. Blosser. I would think of you way smarter.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Hi, I'm Maureen, and if I were to write a book, going back to the frogs, I would put down 101 frogs in... Biology department. Yes. I think mm. you're
0: fixated upon these frogs. Maybe uh-huh. we should
1: talk about this after the show and so then yes. we can mm-hmm. work yeah. through some issues. That we mm-hmm. do. And we can talk about crabs complex. too. Okay,
0: what
2: That's do you, another what you, issue. What you, you would be the person <laughs> to talk about crabs too. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, <laughs> what are you
1: studying exactly? I'm doing religion and the sciences. <laughs> okay, so Science that clarifies things. It's not just like yeah. torturing animals for fun. Oh, no, no. no, no, no this good. is
3: purely for human good. That was our
1: previous meeting. I want to
3: think like that. Okay, good. Thanks, Maureen. And my name is Sandra Owusu mm-hmm. Enchi. Again, I'm from Ghana, very proud of that. Mm. <laughs> and if I were to write a book, whew, I, I love God. I've Good. seen God through my life in so many things. And the song that I really want to sing at my wedding is He's Been Faithful. Mm. And I just want to, if I were to write a book, I would write a book called He's Been Faithful and just tell the story of my life oh, in cool. that way. Yeah. And then it could
0: end with your wedding and singing that song. That would be perfect. Brilliant. Ever Conclusion, after. done. And Ever then we will be faithful. <laughs> hey, he has no choice. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm really glad that you're back for this week's study. And uh, Maureen, would you mind
1: starting us with Scripture and sure. prayer? Thanks. Would you want me to pray in my other Yeah. That would okay. be amazing. That would be exciting, mm-hmm. for everybody. Be exciting. <laughs> So, we are reading from 1 John 2, 3, mm-hmm. and 4 by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments he who says i know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him shall we pray njala divalsale may snaykana punnapitava e church il njangade kude irikkaname angade vajana tha njala roopaanthra karthanamame amen Amen. Amen. And if you want to know what it meant, I ask God to be here and to transform us through His Word.
0: Amen! Yay! Well, thank you so Excellent much for prayer. the translation <laughs> and the prayer. It sounded mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, as you know, this week we're on Lesson 10, and it's on the Law and the Gospel. Alright, so this is another kind of intense lesson study. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I love guess let's it, just dive it. in. We needed the prayer, so mm-hmm. let's go forward. How does a typical human understanding of law differ from that of a Christian? So like people outside of the church and within the church.
3: I say um, First of all, I read um, Psalms 19 mm-hmm. and verses 7 and 8. and it says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Mm-hmm. The commandments of the of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Mm. And so, I mean, I think that's how a Christian views, or say, should view the law of God. It, it's liberating to a Christian. Mm. Um, and you know, I used to work at a you call it counseling center, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it just seemed like when a Christian will call from when and i you know. Let's say a typical human will call, you could tell the difference, you know, and how they view the, the law. Mm-hmm. Those who did not really understand mm-hmm. the love of God and the law of God mm-hmm. always viewed it as a burden.
0: Mm.
3: Always viewed it as something I don't want to do, something I want to run away from. Why does God want me to do that? Right. The funny thing mm-hmm. is we do all those things even without God telling Absolutely. us. But it's like when a Christian talked about it, it was more like, you know, the Sabbath. It brings me such rest. Mm-hmm. It brings me such freedom. I yeah. feel so mm-hmm. liberated keeping the law of God. You know, we're not killing each other. It's helping us, co- you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so, you know, Psalms 19:7 says it's perfect. It liberates the soul nice. for a Christian. Was it Psalms 19, be- yeah. Seven. Yeah. I like
2: the word that Sandra just used. It's liberating mm-hmm. um, in the secular mindset. Not always, but sometimes if you're looking for liberation or if mm-hmm. there's a oppressed group of people that want to mm-hmm. be liberated, it's liberation from the law and that can be a good thing because there are some really bad laws that (laughs) exist in some places and so liberation can be freedom from that law but at the same time when you look at the Old Testament and you see how Israel was liberated from Egypt Mm -hmm. after they were liberated the first thing that they get is a law and so it's not that they come out of Egypt in order to be enslaved again to another dominating law, it's Mm -hmm. that that law is what's gonna enable them to live happily and to to have wholeness
1: we don't always see the purpose of laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And as Christians, we want to be transformed when we start loving God and when we see the heart of the law. We want to be a better person, and mm-hmm. that's the where the cutoff line is from those who don't appreciate the law and those who really want to mm-hmm. understand it and grow and groom in it. Mm. Because, of course, we want to be like the one who lived the law, mm-hmm.
0: Jesus. Yeah, absolutely, and we know the law now, and we see law throughout the Bible. When you look back into the Old Testament before Mount Sinai, do you see any um, laws cited in that area?
2: There are definitely, mm-hmm. in in that pre-Sinaitic period, you do see Sinaitic. some... Sinaitic. Yes, Sinaitic. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yes. He's yes, going to get his pre- PhD
0: a one day. Hallelujah. <laughs> <you> yeah.
2: <laughs> in that period, you do see some laws, for example, the Sabbath keeping in Exodus chapter 16, mm-hmm. um, when they are sitting there in the wilderness before they go into into the Sinai Peninsula right. or they're in the Sinai Peninsula already but they're sitting there in the wilderness God gives them manna but He says don't mm-hmm. pick it up on the seventh day it's not mm-hmm. going to be there for you mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. I want that to be a day on which you rest mm-hmm. and that, that should make sense to us because it, it would be very weird for God to just invent a law yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
2: or, or to reveal a law for the first time to Israel when there had been tons and tons of history before that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so God's God's revealing the law is something that happened before Israel went mm. to Sinai. And it happens to other people. Uh, Romans 1 talks about the law being available to people who don't even know God in the mm. sense that they can mm-hmm. see it on their hearts. Yeah. And so the law is not something that just poof, Absolutely. comes out of nowhere.
3: I mean, I, I, going back to that, you know, I was just saying the law is ingrained in us. It's mm-hmm. part of who we are. It's how we live, even without the Bible saying, this is it, you know. Right. And you can tell that Even from some of the, even you say how the pagans thought about it. Let's say Moses, after killing, you know, the person runs away because he knows there will be consequences with that. Is the law built in us. Do Mm -hmm. not kill. Mm -hmm. You know, Cain and Abel, same thing happened. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, we live these things. It's just God, I see the law as God just trying to remind us Mm -hmm. that this is how it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be. But in our nature, right or wrong, is built, you know, mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And so and I think
2: just to add on to that, that's part of the way that we know that God is a good God because mm-hmm. we already have that sense of right and wrong and when right. we read about God in the Bible, we see, well, this revelation of God corresponds to what I see mm-hmm. as justice and, <laughs> and righteousness in the universe and that's part mm-hmm. of the reason that we believe in God.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and when you look at 1 John 5, 3, it says that the obedience to God's commandments is an expression of our love for Him. Yes. And so what does that mean when it comes into play with all this stuff? You kind of touched on that a bit, but when you think about that.
1: Coming from a very restricted culture. <laughs> I, 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 this I, is your therapy session if yes. you to talk it out. <laughs> it's, okay, it's okay. Very restricted culture. Deliberate. In order to understand what my parents wanted me to do, I had to first respect them mm. and love them. Even if I didn't understand it at the first time, I had to... Uh, love them and accept them as they're the one who is providing for me Mm. and they have good intentions. Absolutely. And before we come with all our intellectual knowledge and logical reasoning into the law and the scriptures, there is a point where we have to accept that God is Mm -hmm. our God and He has given everything and that we could either have Him as our Savior Mm -hmm. and abide in His love because that's how we show our love for Him, or Mm -hmm. we could reject it otherwise I mean how else can you show that you're obeying but not being a legalist right you know what I'm saying
0: I know in one lesson we actually talked about the difference you know between legalism and Mm -hmm. everything else Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think as kids sometimes it's hard for us to understand why our parents say not to do something Mm -hmm. I was kind of an idiot child and (laughs) was the one that would always be like what do you mean it's hot Ah!" (laughs) or something of the Mm -hmm. sort I just wouldn't take at face value that they were trying to protect me Mm -hmm. I thought it was them trying to stop me from having fun mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. times. And I think sometimes we approach yeah. it in the same manner. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Are there any, any other insights on
1: uh, that? And if you look <laughs> at the actual Hebrew, it doesn't mm-hmm. translate as, and you would probably could correct me if I'm wrong, but this <laughs> is what I know. that It doesn't say, thou shalt not, it says, you really you wouldn't want to. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. parents' language. Right. That's mm-hmm. doesn't like, is, mm-hmm. yes, that doesn't this sound like. Yes, that right. doesn't sound like a dictator telling me, mm-hmm. you, no, you're not going to do that. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: That's, that's, that's right. I just wanted to add on to that. When you look at, at John chapter 15 in the speech that Jesus gives to his disciples, he, he calls them not servants but friends. Mm-hmm. And um, yes. if you think about the concept of a relationship between peers, it's almost easier having a relationship with someone when you know what they expect from you Mm. Um, if you have a relationship with somebody who is is foreign to you (laughs) no i'm just kidding Uh, or somebody who doesn't really share the same <laughs> culture, they might have expectations she has she has a ton of expectations best. about me that I don't know. Um, they, it's harder because uh-huh. you don't know what they want, right. and so you're kind of proceeding a little bit cautiously. Can I do this? You know, right. is this going to offend mm-hmm. them? You know, and mm-hmm. Maureen is always punching me and hitting me for reasons I don't understand. Uh, <laughs>
3: We're so, work but through that yeah, also yeah, that's part this. of the therapy here, dealing
2: with her restricted uh, young adulthood. Um, <laughs> But, but God gives us His law <laughs> so that He can give us the opportunity to be in a relationship with right. Him and so mm-hmm. that we can have the joy of Absolutely. being able to know what God wants. Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. To also yeah. so get rid of that confusion. Mm-hmm. And you know, so like you're saying, He knows what He wants for us. And for me, uh, on the point of like, as an expression of our love to God, mm-hmm. it's like, how how am I going to love somebody if if I'm not doing anything that they like? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not doing anything that bring some glory if I'm just always like going against what they want I don't think that would be uh, any you know happy home I want right. to be in and so I think it's the same thing that you know when we love God it's just we want to do what will make him happy right. mm-hmm. we want to do what will make God proud of us mm-hmm. we want to do what will make God stand there and be like, oh that's my daughter mm-hmm. oh that's my you know that's my bride mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. stuff like that and so I think it's just keeping God's law it's one way that we can show him right. that and so it shouldn't be seen as. You know, kind of mm-hmm. thing, right. you know, a bossy kind of right, and I
0: think people get mm-hmm. upset by it because they they don't have that connection, so it mm-hmm. feel they feel claustrophobic, they feel pressed in, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, mm-hmm. yay, I get to hang out mm-hmm. with God, and I get a care package from God, mm-hmm. and I, you know, like all yeah. these fun
1: weird stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, the other thing is, I believe and I have realized that God is the profound thinker. Mm-hmm. Oh, deep. Why? <laughs> meaning do <you> is. <laughs> Because he knew that we are not going to appreciate law unless we love him first. right? Mm-hmm. And if we don't love him, we are not going to understand the law. And if mm-hmm. you're not understanding the law and loving him, we are not going to change. And mm-hmm. what's the point of being a reborn Christian? Right. Mm-hmm. And he says on top
0: of all the rules that he's given, you know, the most important ones are which ones? <laughs> Love uh, God, love, love each other, neighbor. love yeah. the neighbor. Right, yeah. <laughs> working on it. Yeah. this is part of the therapy yes. session. <laughs> okay. So, you know, our focus should be on him and on you know loving. Right. In uh, general, mm-hmm. and it's I think it's funny how we kind of differentiate. Mm-hmm.
2: And so. I do have to love God first. Though, <laughs> <the neighbor.
0: laughs> so, yeah. how do we reconcile this law with grace?
2: I think part of the challenge is that we automatically assume that law and grace are opposed to each other mm-hmm. when in reality God's giving this ties in with what we were saying before, God's giving us His law is an expression mm-hmm. of His grace. Um, right. You know, we are all in a sense thrown into the world and uh, we don't have any prior experience <laughs> living. Right. We were just born here. And uh, we, don't, we don't know how to live unless there's some sort of guidelines. Mm-hmm. And God gives us those guidelines. And I think that's an act of grace. Now, of course, it's very hard for us to um, meet those guidelines. It's mm-hmm. hard for us to catch up with the standard that God has given to us. In fact, it's impossible. And that's what it means to be sinful.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: at the same time, God's grace enables us to meet those standards. Right. And so grace and law are not really opposed. They are both grace and yet, God's extra grace that He gives to us mm-hmm. through um, Christ enables us to meet the standards of the law.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's actually really nice of Him to hand us a. God oh book. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes it a little easier. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like,
3: oh, do yeah. this, but this is how yeah. you yeah. do this. You know, and I think, I think again, going back to beauty, I love seeing beauty in the Bible. You have to get used to that. But <laughs> it's just, it's just, um, I can't. When I think of God, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know backgrounds whatever but I know that in my life you know there are things I've done that if it weren't for God's grace you know law wouldn't matter nothing Mm. you know is going to do that but just to know that even if I'm not able to meet the standards of Mm -hmm. these laws that there's still grace that is going to see me righteous even though I was sinful you Mm. know and so that just it it gives me this awe moment (laughs) it makes me want to do things that make him happy more Mm -hmm. because now i see that he he doesn't want to condemn me at all and that's not why he's giving me the law so i don't keep him because he's giving me the grace that if i don't keep him you know he's going to cover me still he's Mm. still going to love me Mm -hmm. so then the law is not there to judge me
0: right the
3: law is there to protect me to guide me to lead me
0: absolutely and it's interesting because scripture identifies god as his creator and this Redeemer. Mm-hmm. And so why is that connection important? I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but how do we, how do we make that connection?
1: God uh, is the one who gave the law mm-hmm. and He's the one who executed it. Mm-hmm. And we see that in the life of Christ. Christ came to this world and said, I have come to this world not to condemn the mm-hmm. world. And I have not come to abolish the law. Mm. So He was the, the God Himself coming in the form of human, living out the law, mm-hmm. showing us this is where it is, and you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about the nitty-gritty of the law, but look at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. That is the love. And I think the danger is that you could see that God is the lover, and He is the forgiving Father, mm-hmm. and He is the best friend, <laughs> but you could slip the whole mm-hmm. idea of why we have the law in the first mm-hmm. place.
3: Yes. Which is-
1: why is Dr. Gallo's always taking attendance so strictly? He's our professor. Okay, yeah. He He's wants like, to us. I help don't know.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the idea behind him is that he wants to help us. He wants to mm-hmm. see that you know this is your opportunity and you can build on it, and I'm right. there to help you. I'm mm-hmm. not here to corner you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the same concept here. Christ wanted to show us how to live the law Mm -hmm. through loving Mm -hmm. God first and humans, Mm -hmm. but He's also the judge. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the next time He's coming, He's coming as the judge. Mm -hmm. He's not coming as the lamb for slaughter. He has shown us that. we, he wants us to grow into that level of character and maturity. Right. Mm-hmm. That is the point of law, being
0: the tutor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is he the kind of judge that comes down though and throws things at you and is just like, Abolishing you no. out and like just being a horrible judge or what kind of judge is
1: he? He is the king who is wanting to... <laughs> yeah. ju- just clarifying, <laughs> no, <sometimes>.
0: really. <laughs> I was
2: tempted to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sometimes
3: I also think of it in this way, like even like in terms of God being the judge, mm-hmm. that when he comes, I believe that if there was still an opportunity to even save someone the minute before he, he comes through the mm-hmm. clouds that He would he would do it. Uh just so that person could be with him absolutely you know and with our lesson before last week i had mentioned that you know the whole thing with god and throughout the bible is god wanting to dwell with us Mm. you know and so it's like all these things from genesis to revelation was -hmm. like a guideline as to how i want you to dwell here because you're in this world that Mm -hmm. is very different from where i want to take you Mm -hmm. in order for you to live here you need to be able to get some things right you know before you get there but he's showing you this is my love this is how Mm -hmm. i want you to dwell with me and so i think you know um just also seeing god as a creator and the redeemer he created us Mm -hmm. when we're broken he -hmm. knows how to heal that he's the only one who can heal that So when your iPhone breaks, you take it to an Apple store, Mm -hmm. you know, because the Apple people created it. When I'm broken, the Mm -hmm. only person who can fix me is God.
0: It's absolutely true. So when I
3: go away, well, the only person who can save me, who can Mm -hmm. redeem me is God.
0: And that Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense to me personally because I... My first degree was in art. Mm. And it's like after hours and hours of working on a project, mm-hmm. and then you hand it in and for it to be critiqued or whatever, all I want to do is go and defend it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and be like, no, 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 there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Or there's, mm-hmm. and you want to explain <laughs> mm-hmm. it because you spent, you put so much of yourself mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're the only one that can like fix the, yeah. like if it's a sculpture and it chips, you're mm-hmm. the only one that knows how to fix that. You know, and it's like just putting it into the artist perspective, it's a very intimate and real mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no way I Part of you is in what you created. Exactly, it's just it's part of you, It's your your heart is in it, yeah Yeah, absolutely well and when we go through law I mean obviously legalism comes up and that becomes a huge Mm -hmm. issue where people are so like dictatorship you know it's like this is how. All right, you two, next time (laughs) Sandra's sitting in (laughs) between.
3: But yeah so legalism
0: comes into play and how do you keep law God's law without falling into the trap of legalism. How is that?
3: It's just the whole thing of, again, if you love me, mm-hmm. you keep my commandment. Mm-hmm. You but know?
0: practically, how does that look? Like, if you were trying to explain this to someone that doesn't understand the full thing of God's love, I guess, how do you practically apply this?
2: Part of the challenge so go ahead. Go
3: ahead.
2: <laughs> Part of the challenge besides dealing with Maureen is that people have this attitude about the law that it is grounded in God's arbitrary will. Right. So when God gives me a command it's because he wants it that way and there's really no other reason. You know, God said it. I believe it, that's mm-hmm. good enough for me, mm-hmm. uh, and why there there is wisdom at times in simply following a command even if right. you don't mm-hmm. understand it, that's the way kids have to be because sometimes they're not developed enough right. to understand why we tell them to do things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time all of God's commands have reasons. Mm-hmm. God. Does mm-hmm. things in his commands, or mm-hmm. tells us to do things mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the commands, so that we will be happier, and so that the world will run smoothly. Absolutely. And when you recognize that, and you see that there's a principle there, mm-hmm. then you become less dogmatic about it. You know, mm-hmm. you need to okay. do it this way. You know, mm-hmm. with with Seventh Day Adventists, it sometimes revolves around the Sabbath issue. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you need to keep Sabbath this particular way. And mm-hmm. there are people who become legalistic about that because they don't recognize that Sabbath is there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so right. those activities which lend themselves to the purpose of Sabbath, which is communion with God and rest, right. those things are good things. And right. so people can come up with these these ideas about the law that are grounded in in what theologians call voluntarism, mm-hmm. you know, God's arbitrary will. <laughs> and, uh, I don't even know how to spell that word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
3: interesting.
2: It's your psych major? Hey, yeah. <laughs> right so psych okay, Practically
1: speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Practically speaking. Uh, How can we draw the line between legalism and keeping the law Mm -hmm. as the love and the heart of God's kingdom? What we have to do is the only thing that I can think about and the only thing the councils and scripture is saying that you spend time with me. Mm -hmm. The more Mm -hmm. you spend time with me, you don't have to look at and it says, "Okay, commandment number seven, section A, verse three. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that. Mm You mm. just have to spend more time with them, and the more time, the more time we spend with God, the mm. more we become like Him, mm. right. and we'll be like Jesus, who did not have to worry about should I heal them on Sabbath or not,
3: right. because we know what what, mm-hmm. what God will do. Absolutely. And you know, um, going back to what you both said, it's like I love how sometimes I love how my parents disciplined me mm-hmm. in some ways when i was growing up is that whenever i did something bad instead of just spanking they sat me down and they explained it to right. me this is why that why did you do this and not they try to listen to, you mm-hmm. know and so i think you know when we read god's word god it's like the counsel. it's like god sitting down with us and saying this is why i should do this this is right. why i shouldn't do that like having a reason behind right. each of them and so when we get to know a bit about god mm-hmm. you know then it's not It's not like, like she was saying, I gotta do this, I can't walk five feet, I can't do this. You know, because we know what will make his heart happy. And Mm -hmm. what will make his heart happy is somebody being healed on Sabbath Mm -hmm. and not just watching them drown, right. you know, and stuff, stuff So I like guess
0: that. That. that we've come to the conclusion that law is about love mm-hmm. at this point, and mm-hmm. it's not a check, like checklist mm-hmm. of, like, this is how we have to is do things. Is there a Commandment
2: 7, Section A? You <laughs> shall not commit adultery, <laughs> Section A? <laughs>
0: Anyways, okay. well, I think um. our conversation has <laughs> gone down. Right. now. I'm just kidding. Thanks, <laughs> Annie.
2: Um, <laughs> as we're running
0: out of time, I just want to really thank you all for being on this panel. And I'm again, I mean, law is a intense conversation mm-hmm. to have, mm-hmm. but that's you've done a very good job of explaining it and making it more personal. So that way we have that connectivity with God, as opposed to a checklist mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for being here, and oh, we'll hopefully see you sometime. Yeah, hopefully. All right. <laughs> hopefully, if hopefully. you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbaschoolu.org. That's www.stabbschool the letter U dot O-R-G. Remember, the goal of Bible study is information and transformation. It's for the head and for the heart. For Sabbath School U, I'm Sarah Mae Clone. We'll see you next week.